welcome to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages, healings, and transmissions with all of us. May this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self, our spiritual team, and with Source, however we define them. Thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey. So welcome to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, Season 1. Uh, my name is Daniel Martinez Stahl. I am going to be the host of this event, so you're going to be seeing quite a lot of me. Uh, I will do my best to be looking up uh, towards the camera as much as possible, um, but my eyes do wander quite a lot, so I do apologize about that. The <clears throat> This inaugural season is... Um, is really exciting for me. I, I organized this event because I love the opportunity to have conversations with spirit. There's always something that I get from the conversation. And there's something about the energetic experience of being in conversation with spirit. And so I wanted to create a platform where spirit was given the opportunity to come and share with us what they want to say how they want to say it um, and to communicate their their latest messages healings and transmissions with us um, along the way and so um this is purely for selfish reasons um which is really exciting and lovely that other people are, are coming on and, and, and joining and playing with me. Um, I've got uh, incredible uh, people that are going to be uh, speaking uh, with us and for us throughout this event. My intention for the event is to repeat this event every three months and to have two primary sets of speakers to give them a six month break in between uh, their, their sessions. So that way we can get to know them um, and, um, and also uh, be able to offer opportunities for other people to come and join us. Um, so it's very exciting to see where we're gonna go with this. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of developing as we go. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, <clears throat> in terms of this um, welcome and introductory session, just logistically speaking, I am going to talk to you guys a little bit about my journey of learning how to channel. Um, I'm going to give you an example of what I do when I channel, which is a little bit different than uh, some of the other uh, speakers. And I also want to help kind of demystify the idea of channeling and talk to you a little bit about what channeling is for me and why there's a misunderstanding um, culturally uh, around it, as well as linguistically as well, because we do use the word channeling when we refer to allowing another entity to come and speak through us, um, as we're going to be doing for this event. But every single person channels, every single person and animals, every sentient being channels, every being that isn't sentient also channels. Anything that exists is 
taking information outside of themselves um, constantly. And that's all channeling really is. So when you connect with your higher self in order to uh, get insights on how to do something, or you get a flash of inspiration that um, helps you make a decision, creativity, uh, inner wisdom, inner guidance, that gut feeling, your inner voice, all of these things are different ways of expressing information that is coming to you from something other than yourself. And all of this is spiritual intelligence. And so we can learn to connect with that at a um, uh, more consciously with greater awareness and allow that channel of communication to become more prevalent in our lives. Um, and, and so this is all that channeling is, but let me kind of pause here for a moment because before we go any further, I want to open up uh, a sacred space. And so, um, give me one moment. Before we begin, I would like to take a moment to invite the love and light of the divine to be with us. May our path be illuminated and our journey blessed. I invite your team and my team of spiritual guides, mentors, teachers, masters, and angels to come into our awareness today to communicate with us and show us the way. I also invite those beings of light and master healers to help create a safe and sacred space around us and who help raise our vibration so that we may connect with spirit more easily. We appreciate you all for your guidance, protection, and loving support. And so that is a, an intention that I set uh, when I'm working with people about to do a spiritual journey. And the other thing that I do, which I'm gonna be doing for you guys as well and for this event, is to create a more formal sacred space. What I'm about to read to you guys is something that I pulled off the internet from uh, a shaman who um, put up his words for creating a sacred space and I've adjusted them and adapted them. Um, so um, I'd like to take this opportunity to expand our sacred space and I invite you to relax as you hear the sound of my voice, the meaning behind my words, and to deepen the connection you have with your true self and your spiritual team. To the beings of light and energy of life, to the serpent of the south, wrap your golden healing light around us. Help us learn the power of presence to release our past and our future all at once. Guide us to walk with beauty and grace. Teach us that beauty is always within us, around us, and surrounding us. To the jaguar of the West, protect the sacred space. Show us the path inwards to our own inner self where we radiate the unconditional love of our heart. Teach us the way of peace and integrity. To the hummingbird of the North, help us remember ancient wisdom, ancient knowledge, and to drink deeply from the well of immortality. Whisper to us in the wind, in the crackle of the fire, in the sacred space of our heart. We are thankful and grateful to you who have come before us and after us. Teach us to walk the sacred path. Eagle of the East, thank you for kicking us out of the nest so that we would learn to grow our own wings. Take us to higher grounds and illuminate our destiny. Teach us to always see through the eyes of our heart. 
We celebrate all those that live within you and around you, Mother Earth, and surrounding you. We celebrate all those relations and everything we have experienced. Thank you for sustaining us in our lifetimes. Sing to us and teach us to remember who we are. Father Sky, hold us in between the tick and the talk, between the spaces of time. Hold us in the place of the infinity where all the stories exist simultaneously, where all the healing happens instantly. And to spirit, we thank you for bringing us together, for letting us sing our soul songs one more day in one more way. Teach us that we are the ones we have been searching for and waiting for. So beautiful, thank you. Um, It's interesting as I usually say that before the beginning of my spiritual journey sessions, I noticed today that I was getting distracted by going inwards even more. Um, and I can feel, and feeling is not something that I, that I do very well, um, which I will talk about <laughs> as I share with you my journey of learning to channel. Um, and um, <clears throat> I'm beginning to learn how to distinguish my, my feelings and my sensations within myself with a little bit more accurate accuracy. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Let me actually disconnect this because that's not letting me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, I had my I had my iPad set up with with Zoom as well in case I needed to jump into it, but I can't seem to get rid of the sound, so it's in the background. Um, so learning to channel. Um, I got distracted, so let me go a different direction. I'll come into this. So learning to channel, this is something that two of the people that are going to be speaking with us this weekend um, became friends of mine. And as I watched them do what they do, I wanted to learn how to do that myself. And I became fascinated with the ability to connect with spirit directly and to have a conversation with them. I am not at that point where I'm able to have a conversation. Uh, I know some of my friends can, and some of the people that are gonna be joining us this weekend uh, do have that level of connection with their spiritual team. Um, I'm still in the process of learning how to do this. And <clears throat> the The way in which I want to learn how to channel is what's referred to as trans-channeling, which is when we allow ourselves to, in essence, step away from being at the forefront of our experience and we give room for another entity to come into our 
body and to utilize our body as a vehicle for them to communicate directly with you. Um, and the reason that I want to learn how to do that is because I want to be able to remove myself from the message. I want to be able to remove myself from what is being shared. At the moment, I am very conscious when I channel. I'm very present when I channel. And it's very easy for me to jump into interfering and, um, and adding my own two cents to what's being said. And <clears throat> I'm always a big fan of remaining clean in the work that I do as much as possible. And so I do want to get to a point where I can allow myself to be in the background so that everything that's being shared um, so I have the confidence that everything that's being shared is uh, a clean message from spirit. Now, the other day, uh, spirit told me something as I, as I was communicating with a friend of mine uh, in my practice group that I have with a few friends of mine, um, that we already know everything. And there's a lot of things that I'm going to be sharing with you guys throughout this week, uh, hopefully to just kind of put some seeds for you to, to kind of reflect on and for these ideas to grow and inspire you to, to expand your awareness. But we already know everything. Every single one of us already knows everything. And it's just a process of remembering who we are. And when I get confused and concerned about the answers that are coming through me that I'm involved in the answer. The message that I've been given from spirit is that it doesn't really matter because like they say, we already know everything and I already know what is being said. I already know what is being channeled through me. And the other thing that comes into play as well is that I need to learn to trust my voice and what I am adding to the mix of things is also a value. And so there's an element of trust that also comes into play when you're learning to channel and communicate in this way um, that your voice also matters. Now, one thing that comes up all the time whenever we're, sp we're speaking with spirit is they'll say to us that they are us and we are them. They will remind us constantly that we are divine energy, we are source energy in a human body, in a indiv individualized expression of source. But we are source energy. And the reason that I'm bringing this up right now is because this continues to be the area and the direction that I think most of us are going to be going into um, in the very near present future as our awareness within the shift in our planet continues to expand, we're going to remember more and more that we are source energy and we're going to connect with our, um, there's a bird just outside the window visiting. Um, so we're going to be connecting much more with our relationship with ourselves, much more with our relationship with source. We're going to remember who we are. We're going to be able to align our spiritual self and our human self at incredible degrees that's going to allow us to manifest and to play with creation from a place of love and from a place of uh, joy. And we are all going in that direction. This is something that in any spiritual conversation that you're, you're having these days, spirit is, is sharing this with us 
time and time again, which is really, really exciting. And channeling is part of that process. From what I understand, channeling, learning how to channel and channeling for ourselves, every single person in this event, learning how to channel for ourselves is part of what's going to allow us to expand into this, this greater experience of, of life. Understanding and demystifying our connection with our spiritual self is part of the journey that we are currently on right now. And there is going to be a bit of a transitional period where the old way of working and the old way of thinking is still very prevalent in ourselves and in our society. And um, there is going to be that shift uh, between where we were and where we're going. Uh, for some of us, it's already started much more than others. And for some of us, it's instantaneous. We get an insight, we get a flash of inspiration and we're awakened, quote unquote. Um, and for those of us that take a long time, like myself, to slowly get there, um, be patient with yourself, trust in the journey. Uh, again, this is something that we get uh, told by spirit all the time. Everything happens in divine time and everything happens for a reason. There's an experience that we are learning to have, that we are looking to have, that we're interested in having. And so that's the experience that we're currently having. Um, my friends that I'm, that I'm practicing channeling with all do trans channeling. I'm the only one that hasn't gotten there yet. And I need to trust that there's a reason behind that. And so though I get a little demoralized sometimes and I get caught up in my own, my own doubts, it's always an invitation for me to allow. It reminds me to let go, to trust, to be present in the moment as best as I can and to respond from the energy that's present in the moment. And this is a, this is a reminder constantly of going back to being present, connect yourself with your, your own inner being, with the feeling of connectedness that exists between us and within us all. And leaning into that feeling is another way that we can allow ourselves to to give ourselves permission um, to be who we are and where we are. Um, so um, so let me talk a little bit more about kind of the whole channeling side of things. So I talked about trans channeling and this is more of the traditional or stereotypical idea of channeling where we allow an entity to speak through us at a level where we are not present. Um, then there's conscious channeling, which is what I do, where I allow spirit to speak through me, but I am very much in the driver's seat. It's almost like the metaphor that I use is, imagine myself driving on the highway. I, I, this is how I learned how to drive, which is the reason the metaphor is easy for me to, to play with. Um, imagine yourself being on the highway driving, and as the driver, there's a passenger in the passenger seat, which was me as a little boy. And my mother and my father would let me take the steering wheel and basically drive the car. And I learned how to steer the car that way. Eventually my mother would let me shift gears back in the day when most of the cars were, were uh, manual. 
Um, and so I would steer the car and shift gears and she would deal with the pedals. But she's still the driver. She can take over at any point in time. And so this is the way that I am currently channeling. Um, so it's, there's, there's a lot of involvement still between myself and them. And it's very easy for me to pay attention to the content of my thinking and to get caught up in that and to then interfere with, with the message. Um, I try and be very transparent when that happens. Um, either they will say Daniel's interfering or Daniel's getting in the way, or I will, um, I will say something. Um, and there's also channeling where um, the conversation is happening within my head or within my awareness, within my experience, and I am relaying that information back to you. And so it's not necessarily that spirit is speaking through the individual, but they're speaking and communicating to the individual. Um, and I talk about speaking though, um, the reality is that messages can come through uh, pictures, sounds, feelings, knowings, sensations, um, all kinds of every single sense that we have can be utilized as a vehicle for a message to be shared. And so when I talk about spirit speaking, it, it isn't just speaking, it's also everything else. Um, and some of us have uh, a greater uh, inclination towards one versus another because of our personal preferences um, and also the preferences of our human body. And so this is something else that I want to talk a little bit about is the relationship between our humanity and our spirituality and, and the way that that plays uh, together. And so there's a lot of different ways in which channeling comes into our experience. Um, individually, for those of us that quote unquote don't channel, you're channeling all the time, which I mentioned already. And for those that are doing a more traditional sense of channeling where spirit is communicating through them, Again, there's a lot of different flavors in which that manifests and there's no right way or wrong way. I've been encouraged time and time again to find my own way, figure out what works for me. Don't do what others are doing so much. Like don't feel like because I don't do it the way they do it, they're right and I'm wrong. There is no wrong about this. It is entirely about understanding your own vehicle, understanding who you are, how you work, how you function, and how this connection with your relationship with self uh, works. And I believe that a lot of this has to do with the human that we are working with, and that is uh, partnering with us in this lifetime, and how that human happens to function. So I tend to have a lot of um, analysis. I have a lot of a strong intellect that likes getting involved. Um, and so for me, there's a lot of that play in the work that I do. Um, so having said all this, when I channel, I do close my eyes, not because I feel I have to, but because it helps to allow me to focus internally and to not get as distracted so I don't get as much in the way. I'm still with you guys. I'm still hearing everything and seeing and literally seeing everything. I can see with my eyes closed, the eyelids 
Um, but um, I'm still very much present, like I mentioned. Um, and the I get this feeling that they want to give you an example of what it is that I mean of how I do it. And so you will notice that when I speak in a channeling state, and this is already them coming into play, the cadence of my tone changes. The, the rhythm of the way that I speak changes. And the reason that I open my eyes again is because, I, again, I'm very much wanting to be involved. <laughs> and so getting in the way of things. Um, so the rhythm of my voice changes, the cadence of my voice changes, the tone of my voice changes. If I try and recreate that, like falsely, I can't quite match it. And I believe that they do this on purpose so that I can help distinguish and so, so you can help distinguish between when I'm involved and when they're speaking through me. Um, and so let me see what, let me see what they would like to share with us. Um, and let me see if I can <laughs> get out of the way enough to, to let them uh, actually communicate with you. So, Thank you for being here. We are grateful that you decided to be part of this experience. As Daniel has shared with you in the website and in his messages, this is an energetic experience. Daniel is still very present. We are not uh, completely able to share with you cleanly you can also tell from the tone where it's a little bit smoother. This is an example of Daniel getting a little in the way. Hopefully as Daniel settles and relaxes into this, it will allow us to share with you more directly. You are wondering who we are. We are uh, Daniel's collective. Uh, he refers to us as his pack. Most of us are his pack of nine individuals that are working very closely with him, but it extends out into his greater uh, spirit team occasionally and also indirectly. We will also speak as a collective that includes your higher self and your spirit team as well, though for uh, your purposes of understanding in terms of separation, we would like you to uh, assume that when we are speaking, we are uh, Daniel's collective. And he is still learning to identify individuals. So we present ourselves to him as an individual self. Though little by little, he is beginning to recognize the subtle differences in the energetic feeling of the voice when we speak. 
Daniel just now is recognizing that the energy of Yeshua is uh, very present today. It's a connection that he has through Renee and Anthony that are going to be speaking later today. They work with Yeshua's energy very closely and Daniel works with them. So he's familiar with that energy. And so he was recognizing that energy as we were speaking as an example of him beginning to identify and recognize the energies that are present. There is a lot that is going to be shared with you uh, today and over the next few days. Please don't feel like you have to remember everything. What is being shared with you is of importance and of value and will help you inevitably. But lean into the idea that this is an opportunity for you to connect with your energetic self at a deeper level and to allow that connection with source energy to expand. Ultimately, your entire experience of life is a reflection of your relationship with source energy. And so this is just a reminder to allow yourself to be more connected in that space. Trust in yourself, follow what feels right for you, follow the insights that come to you. This is being driven to you by your higher self and your spiritual team. What I say or what we say or what Daniel says or any other speaker says is helpful, but ultimately the voice that you want to pay attention to and notice and give more value to is the voice within yourself the insights that come to you, that is where the growth is going to happen. And so <clears throat> that is what I do. That is how I channel. And like I say, it's really, really easy for me to get in the way um, and very easy for me to pop in and out. Um, and the reason that I popped out is because I wanted to talk to you about my special offer. Now, my special offer is a course that I'm organizing where I'm going to be talking about a lot of these things that I keep on bringing up, which is um, the idea that we are spirit and we are human and ultimately we want to create an alliance between the two. And I utilize three principles as a description of life the language within the three principles has created a language that's very easy for me to communicate between my human self and my spiritual self. So I'm going to talk a lot about what that is and how that works. And I'm also going to be introducing um, the things that I've learned along the way and the things that I'm currently working on, like the idea of really feeling into this idea that I am source energy gosh, that is so hard for me to accept. It's so hard for me to allow that experience to be a reality that I recognize. It's the reality that we all live within, but the way in which our beliefs are structured and the things that we've been brought up to, to believe get in the way of us allowing ourselves to truly be source energy in a human form. And what that means is incredible. I mean, just to think that 
I am the energy that creates worlds and that creates universes. There's nothing I can't do. And immediately, instantly, my human jumps in and goes, yeah, but you can't grow an arm or you can't you know, go into a fire and, and, and not get burned. Um, but they're all just beliefs and limitations that we innocently place upon ourselves based on the experiences that we've gone through and then the beliefs that we create because of those experiences as a reflection of life. And so I'll be talking a lot about that. Um, the relationship between our spirituality and our humanity is something that's really, really important to me. It's something that drives the work that I do. Um, and so um, there's an element of that that I wanted to kind of bring in. I'm not gonna focus too much on, on the, the special offer uh, thing, mostly because I don't really want to emphasize that. Um, this is an experience for you guys today. The special offers there, if you're interested in continuing to work with me, would be honored and excited to have you join me. Um, I am going to be speaking a lot at the levels of the edges of my own understanding, which is a really exciting place to be, um, not only for myself, but also for you guys. Hopefully, I can encourage you guys to go to that edge of your own understanding as well uh, throughout the process. It is ultimately two courses in one. So there's going to be two paths to the course. There's the informational path, which is a lot of what we're going to be doing is talking and sharing ideas. And, and I'll be talking about my experiences and what I'm learning. And um, so there's going to be kind of informational sharing. And then there's the experiential path. So it's two sessions each week, separate days of the week. And the experiential path is uh, an opportunity for me to facilitate some spiritual journeys for you. Those spiritual journeys will include things like exploring uh, sacred spaces, going into different healing spaces that have been shared with me during uh, the work that I do. And also to invite and strengthen your connection with your own higher self and your spiritual team. So um, a lot of the experiential work is going to be going in that direction. So very exciting to be bringing this out to you guys. Would love to have you guys join me. Um, I, I may decide to mention this again later, but if I don't, um, I did want to just kind of mention it uh, briefly. Um, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, the start date will be sometime in June. Um, after June 6th. I don't know exactly when. It'll depend on who's going to be joining us from where and what days of the week we decide to, to work with. So um, it's still a little bit up in the air, but it is going to start after June 6th. So there's about a month period between now and then um, to, to kind of get involved with, with, the project, with the program, with the project. So... <clears throat> um, let me open up to anybody, if anybody has any questions. I'm happy to answer questions about my journey or describe anything a little bit more. If anybody has any questions, feel free to raise your hand or, um, or put a question into the chat. So from a logistical standpoint, um, these sessions are designed to be between uh, 60 and 90 minutes. 
Um, and every session is scheduled every two hours. And I do that on purpose to give you guys time to have breaks, get something to eat, integrate anything that might have come to you throughout the throughout the the, the experience. Um, and <clears throat> um, and then we kind of continue. Um, so I don't know how long we're going to go today in this session. We'll see how that plays out. Um, and, um, and we'll just kind of uh, go with the flow. Mary Beth, are you okay if I bring you into video or uh, do you want to just be in audio? Um, that's okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can come on video. All right. So welcome. I don't think I'm on video yet, but that's okay. Um, do got, I need to un do I need to start you've got, it? You've got to start the video on your end. Okay. Yeah, so we there we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everybody. Thanks for doing this, Daniel. This is that was lovely. I I really really um I was a little distracted when you started, but when you did the four directions and Mother Earth, and I just oh, I just settled right down. It was really lovely. So yeah. thank you for that. You're welcome. And I. I just wanted to make a comment on on something. I love how you said we already know everything, and it's just about remembering. And I've noticed it's a it's a really it's really a small small thing, but I think it's kind of an interesting awareness. I noticed when and it seems like everyone's like short term memory loss. Everyone like you know you're. you're you, you go into another room and you it, like, why did I come in here, you know? And I've noticed lately when I'm trying to remember something and I relax and it, and it, and it, it comes to me instead of going, oh yeah, I remember. It's just like, oh yeah, I came in for paper towels or, or you know, I mean, it's, it's like just very, very, um, uh it's not like that that excitement of oh i remember it's just like oh yeah so i almost feel like there's a connection there with what you're sharing about remembering like we maybe part of it is we think it's this big thing and it's like it's just right there does that does that make any sense it makes total sense i mean a lot of the the issues that i have is the subtlety in so within the whole kind of channeling space, working with energy, there's terms that are used like clairaudience and clairvoyance, clairsentient, things like that. And these are all the clairs. And the clairs are nothing more than a extension of our five senses at a kind of a energetic level. Almost the Jamie Butler, who's one of the people that I that I that I uh, learn with, um, talks about how it's almost like we have our five senses, and then our clairs are superimposed and kind of above them. Um, but they're a reflection of our five senses, and it's they're an extension of our five senses. And one of those for me is uh, clairsentient, which is a knowing, which for me is one of the hardest ones because I can't necessarily distinguish a voice or an image or um, it, or even a feeling it's like it comes through a knowing 
And so that knowing is really hard for me to distinguish between, wait, is this something that I knew or is this something that's coming externally? And the subtlety is so, so subtle. Um, in the three principles community, we talk a lot about how when we allow ourselves to get into a quiet space where our, we're not paying attention to the to the, the thoughts. The thoughts are always gonna come into our head because we're human. It's inevitable to, we cannot exist without thought. So the idea of not having thought is, is actually a misnomer because it's impossible for us not to have thought. But we can allow ourselves to not give importance to our thoughts. And when we allow ourselves to allow the energy of thought to be the energy of thought, which is transient, it comes and it goes. We allow ourselves to be more present in the moment. And when we allow ourselves to be present in the moment, we're more connected with the truth of who we are. And I put that in air quotes. And we allow ourselves to receive and to connect with what we know at our spiritual level, which talks to what you're talking about, which is we get this kind of reminders and we're like, oh yeah, it's there. And those reminders are things that we get mental reminders all the time. Where did I leave my keys? Um, I need to go to the supermarket. I need to go pick up this. And we, to some degree, we don't give credit to those reminders as being spiritual intelligence. But who's to say that it isn't your higher self reminding you that that's where you left your keys? or that it's your primary guide that's saying, hey, you need to go to the supermarket right now. There's no reason why those little mini reminders cannot be associated with the fact that even those little mini reminders is our connection with our spiritual self, our higher self, and a path or a channel through which our, our spiritual team can relate to us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also just, I've noticed a difference between when I'm trying to remember something I use and I, and I, and, and I used to, if I would remember it, I would be really excited and really happy that I remembered that. And now when I, when I remember whatever it is I'm remembering, I, I'm, I'm almost disappointed that I'm not more excited that I remembered because it just feels like, Oh yeah, it's just, it's feeling more natural, I guess. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a space where we become more, we become more accustomed to things. And as we become more accustomed to things, it loses its excitement. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And yeah, there's a, there's a reminder that comes up all the time uh, from spirit, which is appreciation, gratitude. And gratitude and appreciation are experiences and emotions that align us with our true self very easily, as is joy. So joy and gratitude are two experiences that spirit will talk a lot about 
when they're reminding us, when we say, how can I connect with my higher self? How can I, how can I allow myself to be more present and to, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, dot, dot, dot. Time and time again, spirit will say, allow yourself to live from a place of joy and from a place of love. And I would also add from a place of peace because joy isn't something that I experience very easily. Like I, I for whatever the reason, my emotional bandwidth, um, the way in which I've kind of developed myself in this lifetime, very strong emotions are difficult for me to allow. And so joy for me is one of those where of course I've lived in joy and of course I've experienced joy, but it's not something that I can easily tap into and relate to. But peace is something that I can very easily relate to. Peace of mind is something that is also another equivalent of living from joy, is living from peace. And as we allow ourselves to be more and more present and to allow ourselves to not pay attention to the noise in our heads, we naturally and easily and effortlessly fall into these places of joy and of gratitude and of peace. And part of what I'm hearing in what you're saying is this idea that you want to get excited again, but you're not feeling that excitement. Well, it's just and an awareness. It feels like it's a shift. It feels like it's, it's in some ways it's progress. You know, that, I, that, that, that it was easier than I expected it to be. So there's less excitement. Yeah. Yeah, but the invitation is for you to give yourself permission to be excited, even for that little tiny shift, because it's nothing more than yeah. it's nothing more than the the ideas and the stories that we're creating in our head, and that's what's being reflected in our experience. And so, if I want to feel more joy, and I'll use myself as an example, um, I'm inviting myself to be more present to that experience, and. Yeah. And to give myself that permission to recognize the subtleties. So the other day I was having a, I was having vanilla ice cream, which I haven't had in a long time. And I love vanilla ice cream. And I started laughing because I was like, God, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> and I started laughing because I started recognizing that you know, whenever, whenever I talk to spirit and I say, how can I feel more joy? How can I feel more? How can I align with more of this? They'll talk about how it, it's nothing grand. When you see a, a bird that's standing in your window, just outside the window, recognize that beauty as joy. When you, when you appreciate the beauty of a flower, that is, an, that is an expression of joy. And so we think of joy being as, I think of joy, let me personalize this. I think of joy as being this extremely jubilant and excited and vibrant experience. And so I don't experience that because I rarely live in that space. And what I'm learning more and more is that when I see the beauty of a flower and I recognize that beauty and I become aware of the fact that I'm recognizing that beauty, that is a reflection of my inner joy. Mm 
It's just not in the way that I perceive it. And so it's that it's that it's giving yourself permission in that subtle way of allowing yourself to experience the things that you want to experience and to recognize, like you say, I mean, you, you, you said it yourself, your experience of not having as much excitement is a reflection of your growth because it's so much, it's so much more common in your experience. And so what does that open up for you? What else is at the edge of my understanding that I can be really excited about? So look in that direction. Look yeah. for the things that are at the edge of your grounding, of your understanding, and lean into those um, because they're less common. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you were when you were just sharing, what came to me is that is if I think like joy is something big and grand and radiant, and and I experience something like, oh, that's not enough to make it to joy, you know it's because I'm judging. So again, I think it's like more of letting go of judgment, like right. constantly letting go of, of judgment. Cause it's so insidious and just everywhere, just being more aware. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank you. Anybody else have any questions or comments or anything you'd like to ask? So one of the things that <clears throat> that I um, I wanted to talk about as well is. Um, The free offer that is um, included in my description on the website is a, is a project that I put together to try and introduce the ideas that I work with in as brief and concise as possible. Um, and so if you're interested in learning more about kind of the foundation that I utilize, that I've been sharing from, that I've been speaking from, um, my free online course, uh, it's a nine lesson course, it's all written, jam packed with content. So I encourage people to read it all the way through if you wanna read it all the way through, but then go back and look for the sentences that really resonate with you and reflect on those and sit with those. Um, and so there's an invitation. If you wanna work with me, I always encourage you guys to, to go through that course. Um, so if you're interested in what I'm sharing and what I'm talking about, the free online course is a great resource. Um, it is a summary of what my understanding of how life works and how the mind works. Um, it was written a couple of years ago, but I'm in the process of converting it into audio through my podcast and it still feels current. It still feels relevant. Um, thank you, Mary Beth. I appreciate the, the support uh, for that.
for those of you that are not live, the Mary Beth just put a comment saying that it's uh, the free course is great that she's currently going through it. Thank you for that. Um, <clears throat> and so the relationship between the free course and my paid course, I'm, it's not a requirement, but I am going to encourage everybody that attends the free course, the paid course to go through the, the free course as kind of a, uh, a warm up. Um, and so there's a relationship there between the two. Any, uh, any questions or any comments, feel free to raise your hand. Um, I'm gonna close my eyes and, and see what my team would like to share with you guys. Um, if nothing comes up, beautiful. All right, so. Daniel, I think there's a, a question in the chat that you didn't get to answer. Oh, did I miss it? Yeah, from Bev. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Um, how long have I been searching? <laughs> Very good question, Bev. I have been searching, uh, depends on how one defines searching. I've been searching my entire life. It, it is a, it's something that I've been aware of since I was a child. Um, I grew up in a household with a very open spiritual conversation. Uh, both my parents were in the mental health field. My father was a psychiatrist. My mother developed into uh, becoming a clinical director uh, for a mental health clinic. And so I grew up with psychology all around me. Always became I was always fascinated with how we work, how I work, why do I do what I do? How can I improve the experience of life that I'm living? Um, and for me, spirituality was always connected with that process with that experience. Um, I used to read spiritual self-help books um, uh, throughout my childhood and into my teenage years. Um, like my early childhood, not so much, but as soon as I started kind of becoming more, you know, more adult in my childhood, um, I was always interested in reading things that um, would be like uh, Dan Millman's um, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. It's been a while since I've looked at that uh, title. The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman was an incredible book. And that's an example of the kinds of books that I would read as, a, as, a, as an early teen. Um, in my 20s, I developed into psychotherapy. So I explored psychotherapy as a modality uh, for a while. I was never interested in becoming a therapist, quote unquote, because I never liked that relationship. Um, but I was always fascinated and wanted to deepen my own experience and my own awareness. My own awareness. Um, in my 30s, I becoming interested in the idea of becoming a past life regression therapist. I studied hypnosis and NLP. And that led me down a path to understand and deepen my experience and the relationship with the unconscious mind. And that eventually led me into the three principles in my 40s. Um, I was introduced to the three principles in 19, sorry, in 2013. Um, and the three principles 
gave me answers that none of the other modalities were able to give me about how the mind works, how I work, how I function, how I relate to my experience of life, and the role that I can play in creating and co-creating my experience of life. Um, and recently, because of COVID, I was introduced to, or I was reminded that I wanted to get into past life regression. And so I went back to that interest and have been following that path uh, uh, since 2020. Um, I'm in the process of getting certified for Life Between Lives through the Michael Newton Institute, uh, becoming a facilitator with them. Uh, and uh, for the last couple of years, I've been going really deep, quote unquote, into this whole connection with spirit. Um, so that's kind of like a, a short summary of my path, my journey. Hopefully that helps. Um, but I've always been, I've always been seeking and searching and looking to better understand my experience, looking to understand how I work and how the system of life works and the relationship that exists between me and life is something that's a, a, a real interest of mine. Um, and the three principles are a beautiful description that highlights a lot of those answers for me um, and points me in a direction, an internal direction, inward direction to, to help um, kind of connect with and remember who I am as spirit. Hopefully that helps. Um, if there's more that you would like to ask specifically, Bev, feel free to um, to, to ask again. Anything else that anybody would like to ask or, or understand or? Let me just scroll up really quick, see if there's something else that I missed. Awesome. So let me um, let me take a look at um, my connection with spirit again and see if there's anything else that they would like to share with us. So let me just close my eyes and get out of my way. We want to emphasize to you the idea of trusting in yourself and trusting in your own journey. There is no right path and there is a lot of information. Trust in your own discernment to identify what is right for you and what is right for you in this moment in time. Stay open and curious allowing yourself to expand beyond what you believe you are learning and focusing on today, because that will change moment by moment. It grows and expands. And a lot of you get caught up in one direction. And we will use Daniel's example of the three principles for a long time, Daniel was so caught up in learning about the three principles that he became closed to the 
opportunities of learning outside of that path. And many of you do this, and it's innocent and there's no judgment, but just a reminder for you to be open and to continue expanding. Because as you learn what you needed to learn in the moment yesterday, you are no longer at that point today. And you can remain on your path and on your journey with blinders innocently placed. And so we invite you to allow yourself to keep your eyes open and to allow yourself to feel into what feels right for you in the moment. The learning path that felt right for you yesterday may not be the learning path that feels right for you today. Trust in that. That is where the growth will come faster for you. That is where the growth becomes exponential is when you allow yourself to feel into the direction of energy as it's presenting itself to you in the moment. It is innocent and we all do it as humans. When we live through the experience, we get caught up in the journey and the journey becomes the focus of our direction. And don't misunderstand me, the use of journey in this context, I'm referring to the path that we are learning through in this moment. The journey of learning and the journey, the journey of discovering, of exploring with an open mind, that journey is endless. And that journey is infinitely expansive. When we allow ourselves to look into the space of our immortal self and our immortal experience as a source of our direction, we allow ourselves to open up paths. It allows us to recognize messages that don't resonate with us more easily, more clearly, and it allows us to shift our direction towards something that resonates more effectively. Be kind to yourselves throughout your journey. Just because you were caught up in a experience that you now recognize is not helpful or is not appropriate for you, doesn't mean that you didn't learn and that you didn't experience what you wanted to or needed to experience. But invite yourself to go beyond what you believe in today. There are no limitations to your beliefs. There are no limitations to what you can do. <clears throat> Allow yourself to lean into that more and more. Allow yourself to expose yourself to the things that feel joyful, that feel relevant, where you resonate, where that inner voice says to you, yes, that makes sense. Yes, that's a curiosity that I'd like to explore. Yes, that's something that 
I don't fully understand, but I'm curious how that relates to my experience. As you explore and expand your curiosity, remaining open is a beautiful way of accelerating the change that wants to come through you. We thank you for being here with us. We are honored that you are joining us in this experience. And we'd like to remind you that this experience is very much driven by your own higher self and your own spiritual team. We as a global collective have reminded you time and time again, and Daniel's interfering at the moment. He's trying to get back on path of what we were wanting to say. And in his attempt of wanting to get back on path, his path is not the path that we wanted to take. And so he is innocently driving the conversation again. And we are pushing him out kindly. We were sharing with you that the, and again, Daniel gets in the way. And I got in the way too much and I can't get out of the way now. So hopefully um, I didn't interrupt that too much. Um, but I kind of get the feeling that they were inviting us to just be open, to be present. Oh, that's what they were saying. And so for, and now as another example of channeling, what I'm leaning into is the knowing that I feel, the kind of the knowing, that space of knowing that I, I speak from. Um, there's a, Thank you very much, Bev. Is it okay if I share that uh, within the recording? Awesome. So Bev just sent me a note saying, thank you. I think I've been searching since I was 11 years old. I have been on several paths since then, but your podcast makes me feel this is the right path. I appreciate that. And the podcast that she's referring to is the Spiritual Intelligence Podcast which unfortunately took a backseat as I was preparing for this, um, for this event. Um, so my podcast has unfortunately been kind of stalled because <laughs> I've been so focused on creating this event um, that I haven't been able to, um, to put any new episodes out. But I do, I love that platform um, and I wanna continue with that platform as well. Uh, so thank you very much, Bev, lovely to have you here. I appreciate, I appreciate what you're saying. And it's an honor to, to have you be part of my journey and vice versa. So thank you. Um, so I'm aware of the time. Um, is there any questions or anything else that you guys would like me to kind of talk about or share? Nothing comes up, beautiful. Um, so thank you guys for being here. Um, 
<laughs> I'm going to close my eyes and see if I can let them share something else. What we wanted to share with you and to emphasize was to encourage you to trust in yourself. And I know that we've said this before, but the message that we want you to take away is to follow your own path without judgment, without criticism. Every experience is an experience of life of existence and there is no wrong experience there is no wrong path that you can take every journey every direction every path has with it its own lessons its own experiences its own flavors that are relevant for you either now or in your development allow yourself to Love yourself throughout your journey, throughout the quote unquote wrongs and mistakes in your life. There are no wrongs and mistakes. It is just another opportunity for you to recognize who you are. Daniel suffers a lot through his frustration with his mother. And we remind him time and time again that these frustrations are an invitation for him to look beyond his physical experience and to remind him that there is still growth and room for him to expand into. But the reminder isn't for him to get caught up in, quote unquote, I still haven't learned what I need to learn, but more about recognizing that he has grown so much and expanded so much and there's always room for more and so there will always be reminders of there will always be things that come in as reminders to point you to invite you to continue expanding and to continue growing and to continue loving yourself and others the experience of life is fundamentally a creative expression of love and joy and peace, as Daniel mentioned. The creative expression has no judgment. There are no limitations and there are no expectations in true creation. True creation is effortless. And we invite you to trust again in yourself and in your journey to love yourself and to recognize the things that have not been very pleasant in your life. These things help point you towards what you want, towards your desires. Lean into your desires not into the things that help direct you in a different direction. As you allow yourself to focus on what it is that you want, recognizing and appreciating 
the things that you don't want as markers or as guides to direct you in a different direction. Appreciating that side of your experience for what it is, is helpful. Thanking that part of your experience is helpful. But do not get caught up in focusing on that part of your experience. Instead, focus your attention on what you want to create, on what you want to accomplish, on the life that you want to live. And there are many references that point in this direction. Some will come through this weekend. There are other references as well in your own life. There are reminders of this everywhere. We will remind you, and when I say we, I am referring to your spiritual team will remind you. We as energetic beings that are here to help you and support you and guide you will remind you throughout your experience to point in a direction that is beneficial, that is in line with your desires, with your hopes, your wishes, your dreams. Follow what is appropriate for you in the moment, what feels right in the moment. Pay attention to your emotional experience of life. If you are having a negative experience, you are focusing your experience not in the direction of your joy, not in the direction of your desires, your wants and your wishes. You are focusing your energy on the opposite. You are focusing your energy on the things that are there to help show you what you don't want so that you can go in the direction of what you do want. These are only supposed to be reminders, signs on the road, but not the road itself. Use these experiences in your life as signposts, as opposed to focusing and turning them into a path or a road that you are on. They are indicators of where you do not want to go so that you can go where you want to go. Lean into what you want to do. Lean into what feels right for you in the moment. Thank you again for being here. We are honored to be in your presence. We are excited for you in your own path and your own journey. We love you. We love you. We love you. And to copy the council and Sarah Landon, with that, we are complete. <clears throat> so as that was coming through, and um, I want to say this really, really quickly or briefly. The 
something that I've been playing with recently is something that was shared with me. Um, and I love giving credit where credit is due. So I'm always going to name drop. I'm always going to share where I get information from. Um, and I've been encouraged to lean into my own knowing. Um, but there's a big part of me loves to, I don't like taking credit where credit isn't due. Um, the, the thing that I wanted to just mention, see if I can say as briefly as possible, um, keeping an eye on the time. I've been told through my work with Renee and Anthony and Yeshua and Magdalena that this universe is energetically speaking, the number three is very powerful in this universe that we currently live in, which is the reason that Trinity is talked about constantly. Um, and I always wondered why, for example, in Sarah Landon's channeling, um, spirit will always mention things in threes, like, I love you, I love you, I love you. They mention it in threes. And so I believe that the reason that things are mentioned in threes is because energetically speaking, the number three has a lot of power and strength within our experience. And so I've been playing with that a lot. So when I put something in the microwave, instead of putting it for uh, kind of 15 seconds, actually 15 seconds would work because 15 seconds, I'm not a, I don't really play with numerology too much, but I've been beginning to play. I've, I've started to play with things like I'll put things on for 77 seconds and 77 seconds on the uh, turns out to be one minute, 17 seconds. And if you add one, one and seven, it adds up to nine. And I love the number nine. It's my favorite number. Um, so I'm beginning to play with numbers as I heat up my food in the microwave. Um, and I'm just kind of mentioning this as, something to play with and something to have fun um, that for me aligns me with the energy of this universe a little bit more. Um, and so there's a couple of things that I wanted to, to kind of mention in terms of the chat before we move forward. Um, so thank you, Kiara, for posting my podcast. So um, my podcast is Spiritual Intelligence Podcast. And there's two websites that you can access it, well, three websites. You can go through my uh, spiritual development page, which is lifebeyondform.com, and there'll be a link to the podcast. The podcast itself is spiritualintelligencepodcast.com, and the shorter version of the URL is sqpodcast.com, um, and it's available through any, any kind of uh, podcast uh, platform. Um, uh, Raquel writes here, beautiful, thank you for the message. We are indeed explorers. I love exploring and learning. I love exploring and taking the learnings from each path I take. By the way, my guides encouraged me to participate in this program. They said it was a safe place. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. 
Cynthia writes, Daniel, thank you for allowing your true nature to shine. I can feel your open heart and desire to share so much wisdom and transparency. Thank you, Cynthia. That gave me chills. I appreciate I appreciate it very much. Uh, very honored to be here. Um, this is incredible to be here with you guys. So thank you very much for allowing me to share, to, um, to create this experience with you guys. I keep on emphasizing that though I'm the host and the organizer of this event, this is a co-creation between all of us. We have all created this through um, through wherever platform needed to, to kind of uh, make it possible. So thank you guys for being here. This, this comes to, um, to the end of, of my segment. Um, you guys will see me again uh, for each of the, the upcoming uh, conversations with 11 other incredible people. Um, and um, if you have any questions between here and then or whatever, feel free to drop me an email, respond to any of the notes that are coming through. Um, hopefully this is as incredible of an experience for you guys as I'm hoping it will be for me. I love you guys. Um, being spirit, being human, simply being from love. And with that, I will leave you for now. I will see you guys in half an hour. Lots of love and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you, allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more. Have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. We are grateful that you are here and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love.